from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. I am your host, Joshua Stike, and this guy walked into the camera, so we just let him sit there. His name's yes. Luke Acree. I don't even know why I'm here. I'm kidding. This is Luke Acree, president yes. of Reminder Media. Wait a second. On Instagram, at Luke Acree. That's all. the sound box, ladies and gentlemen. He brought an audience with him. Wow, no, that I, is a long applause. I'm going to somehow applause. tie this intro into what we're talking about today, because we're talking about branding today. So whenever you brand yourself, like you have to be a little charismatic. You have to put yourself out there. That's an incredible point. Thank you. Because if you're not willing to sell you, no one will be willing to sell you and no one will buy from you. It's like celebrities, there's a reason why they get labeled as kind of like uh, egotistical egotistical and all that. Because in a way, you're a little bit, not the ego part. But you a little bit have to be like super out there and going, hey, look, I'm going to shout from the rooftops how great we are and yeah, how great right. I am. Because if I don't, no one will. Absolutely. Well, that's what we are going to be talking about today. Guide, your guide to branding, whether you're an independent professional or a small to medium sized business owner, you've probably at one point struggled with developing your brand and even more so how to position your brand clearly in the marketplace. How do you stand out from so many other competing brands, messages, and images that are fighting for your attention Mm. every single day? That's what we're going to be covering today in this silver dollar episode, what a brand is and why you need one, how to create your USP or your unique selling proposition, and finally, how to position your brand for clarity. We're going to see if we get to that last part because we're, we're trying to keep these things to 15 minutes. We went a little bit over on the last one. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to see if we get to the third part. If not, there will be a part two to this. But first of all, like talk about brand. Why do you why do you need a brand? Why is it so important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are they? What did I see on Ed Stulak's Instagram? It's um, marketing is going up and asking the girl out. Never mind, I'm butchering this. Branding, I got to look this up. Branding is... Branding is is getting the girl to ask, hey, who's that? Yeah, correct. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Ed Stulak, sorry, man, I butchered your thing. No, I tell you what, I'm going to tell you what, we're going to post a graphic with this podcast. I'm going to remember yeah. to do this because but did a you lot of what this? we're going to talk about on the podcast even comes from this book called The Brand Gap, and Marty Neumeyer wrote this. And he's, well, got, he's, a little, a legend. he's yeah. got a little graphic that shows like the difference in relationships between sales and sales is like, date me, date me, date me, date me. Yes. And then like branding is, hey, I kind of want to date that guy. Yeah, correct. You get people to think of you. Yeah. Like they just, it's like almost like Nike, like generates a feeling. Like you have a feeling about Nike. Well, they Apple, made it all about the client. They made it yeah. all about the, the clients. Empowering the client, athletes. The customers. Basically. Yeah, aspirations. Yep, correct. Yeah. And so it's like almost how people feel about you. It's almost like what your customers say about you. Like one of the most powerful things I heard one time at a keynote was you have a brand, whether you think so or not. Yes. <laughs> Meaning like it's either what you define it to be or what your clients or what people out there are defining it to be. And so, you know, branding is something that you can't ignore. You have to try to build it. And it's something that I think is also a long-term game. Um, It's not a short-term game. Yeah, well, Marty Neumeyer says your brand is not your logo, right? right? It's not what you say you are about. It's what your your customers say you are about. And that comes from the whole positioning of how are you putting yourself out there? How are people perceiving you? This touches on your service. This touches on your marketing. This touches yep. on your your visual identity. It's not just the print pieces that you put out there. It's actually the feeling that you give people. You know, the quote, 
People don't remember what you say. They remember how you mm -hmm. made them feel. It's the same thing with brands. No one's going to remember the copy in your advertising, but they're going yeah. to remember how they felt when they saw your brand or interacted mm -hmm. with your brand, meaning did it bring value to their lives, which is what kind of brings us into the second point here, which is how to go through your unique selling proposition. Now, your unique selling proposition, some people would call it your elevator pitch, Yep. right? Some people would call it your value prop. It can be as long or short as you want, but I wanted to walk us through an exercise because I think it is topical. We did have Marty Neumeyer on episode 163. So go back and check that out because I actually listened back to it. When I was interviewing him, yeah. I was so worried about like, what's the next question yeah, we can nervous, ask? I couldn't, I couldn't listen to him. When I went back and listened to it, I was like, oh man, that was a really, really good interview. <laughs> but he talks about this exercise that you go through called your onlyness exercise. Mm -hmm. And basically says like, you have to find what are you the only person at in order to have an impactful brand or to be able to stand out in the marketplace? And so the, the way that he goes through it, basically it boils down to a single statement. And we'll walk through an example here. Sure. But the statement is, my brand is the only blank, what is your category, that blank, how are you different, for blank, who are your customers, in blank, where are they located, who want blank, why are you important in an era of blank, when do they need you? So to kind of, you're going to want to play we'll that back. We'll have to put that in the show notes too, yeah. so people can do this exercise because I think it would be beneficial. But it's going through, what is your category? How are you different? Who are your customers? Where are they located? Why are they important? And Or why are you important and when do they need you? So the, the example that we use here is Harley-Davidson. So Harley-Davidson says, Harley-Davidson is the only motorcycle manufacturer that makes big, loud motorcycles for macho guys and macho wannabes mostly in the United States, who want to join a gang of cowboys in an era of decreasing personal freedom. <laughs> so, you know, whether or not you agree with every statement there, sure. you can picture someone who rides a Harley being like, yeah, personal decreasing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. decreasing personal freedom. They want to be a cowboy. Now that takes you to then, well, how do you then communicate that? Because you can't put that on a billboard, yeah, right? Correct. Well, that so might not help. Yeah. <laughs> so Har I looked up Harley's tagline because obviously taglines sure. change over the year. Harley's tagline now is screw it. Let's ride. No way. Now, like, how much does that, that little embodies, motto, that tagline yeah, the right there is going to speak to the people that they've identified in the era that they've identified them living in, in the area, mostly in the United States. So That's it's such a cool crazy. exercise to be able to go yeah. through. What and your I mean, your is. brand for you as a service-based uh, professional, your unique selling proposition, like it is pretty much the most important thing that you should develop yeah. because when you really think about the technicalities of your job. Well, you job, can't really compete on price. You can't. You can't compete on price. Oh, well, some people cut their commission, but we see how that tends to go. Yeah. And actually, that's, there's a powerful thing there that correlates to the brand. When you see someone that's lower price, you immediately think lower value. Mm. You immediately think lower quality. I yeah. think humans Why's naturally do this, yeah. right? But um, so it's hard to compete on price. It's hard to compete on a differentiator of product because you're your you're service. You're all selling the same type of products that come out their houses, if it, you know, or insurance policies or whatever. And it's really hard to compete on even the technicalities of the contract negotiation or, or how you do it. And so then it gets more into, well, what is unique about your business? Is it the experience? Is it the people that you're going after? What are you the, what do you want to be the best in the world at? That mm -hmm. when people go, man, I need this expert. And what was it, Tom Hegna, that said there's uh, riches and niches? Yeah, the riches and Meaning like the more you can kind of niche down or, or niche down in, in what you're focused on, a lot of times the better and more powerful it can be from an impact standpoint, especially with your brand. Yeah.
Yeah. I actually went through and I, I challenged myself to see, could I come up with one for a real estate agent? Because it's tough. So we had Jay Bear on the podcast yeah. not too long ago. And he talked about an agent. I believe this was Jay Bear. He talked about an agent who uh, specialized. He only took $200,000 listings. Right. Was yeah, this, this was yeah, it was uh, it was uh, Bear, and it was down in Florida. Down in the Florida, the guy was selling homes down in Florida, middle of the road, um, for sale by owners. He would target to try to obviously woo them over. Yeah, but around two hundred thousand dollars. So I wrote one for him, and I don't know, I don't remember his name or if he said his name. But yeah. so John Doe is the only real estate agent who only sells homes priced less than two hundred thousand dollars for homeowners looking to move quickly in the Florida, whatever county yeah. area he would be in, who can't be overlooked or ignored by agents with higher priced properties, right? Because that's, that's the fear of a seller who yeah. has a lower priced property is, oh, well, they've got a $600,000 listing. They're not going to try and sell mine as much in a time where their lives uh, are experiencing extreme stressors because they might be looking to move quickly. So they need to sell their house quickly. Dude, I love that. So like, that's just an example yep. of- I love that. If you're struggling, now, yep. where do you go from there? I don't know. I didn't get time to write a tagline. But. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. That's your homework. You got to write a tagline. But no, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's focused now. It's like, I think one of the problems is, and especially that your brand can help you and your unique selling proposition can help you, is you can't be all things to all people. If you're all right, things to right. all people, you end up not getting anywhere. Well, that was Marty's example of he was a graphic designer trying to, trying to sell his design services. Couldn't figure out how to sell them because what's the thing that everybody goes to? what's the least expensive? Just like you said, it becomes a commodity. So he went into this software packaging niche yep. and said, we're going to be the absolute best people at selling software through package design. And he started he started designing for Apple. He increased Apple's sales by 40% on the software package. Well, it's like- And I, he charged incredible prices. It says his prices yeah, price skyrocketed. Yeah, prices It says yeah. when people understand the value of your brand and what you bring to the table, price is irrelevant. It truly is. But I would encourage everybody in this is just like, think about- what is it that you want to be known for? And what do you naturally go to? Like, what is your natural strengths? Writing down as an exercise of like, what's my natural personality? What's my natural strength? What do I naturally go to? And maybe if you're struggling with this, if you've worked with clients in the past, think about all the clients in your past and what's common about them. What was their experience? If you go and talk to them, how would they talk about you? Because a lot of times your brand, if you have, you have a brand, whether you create it or not, so you can get so much intel of, wow, I didn't realize I, that you enjoyed that the most about your experience with me. Maybe it was that I, you know, answered every question for you along the way and I was available 24 seven. I mean, that's a bad example because I don't think agents should be available 24 seven, but you know, you, you want to find out what is it that I can double down on? that will get people to go, man, I can't wait to use that person because yeah. I know they're going to be the best in the world at it. So let's talk a little bit about how to position your brand. And this is something that's super relevant to us as an organization right now, because uh, we've read this book, How to uh, How to Build a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Yes. Um, years ago, I've read it three times now. <laughs> which is kind of, Luke's now forcing us to go through the process of, all right, guys, we have to go through this process because it's something that we're trying to do as well. But the story brand framework is so interesting because it's basically taking this idea of what your brand is, but putting it into something that all humans can connect with, which yeah. is stories. Yeah, correct. We are all compelled by stories. We are all naturally engaged by stories. As a matter of fact, they said something like humans spend 30% of their day daydreaming mm -hmm. unless they're watching television or a yep. movie because they don't have to daydream the yep. television's doing it for And them. what I loved about the story brand when I was uh, going through it is just this idea that everybody is the main lead character in their own story. 
And that's how they view the world. And I think that's such a powerful thing to, to do mindset-wise when you're thinking about marketing and, and communication and leadership. It's understanding that, man, if I'm leading you, the way you're communicating and seeing the world and the lens of what I do is through you being the lead character in your story. So everything I do now from a leadership perspective, and it just changes all of my communication and that understanding. It was like an epiphany for me of going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not, yeah, yeah, they're in their own story, not in mine. Yeah. And a lot of times I think, and this is what StoryBrand talks about, we try to make ourselves the hero. We're the hero. Of the story. We're saving yeah. the day. Correct. We try to, you try to make you as the real estate agent, and when you're developing your unique value proposition or your brand, it's like you're trying to make yourself the hero, yep. and you're really not the hero. No. You're supposed to be the guide. But, I mean, we can walk through. I don't know if you have them written down if you want to walk I do, through yeah. Seven, I mean, look, the uh, whole idea behind it's, this is really to change your perspective where your client becomes the hero. Mm -hmm. So I'll walk you through the sentence or the framework, and then we'll kind of talk about what each point means. And then I encourage you, go pick up this book. Go, there's oh, plenty of these resources book. online. Yeah. He's got an entire workbook that you can work through. He actually came up with a second book that talks about this uh, even in more detail. But basic, the basic premise of it is a character, this is your client, who wants, to who wants something, encounters a problem before they can get it. At the peak of their despair, a guide steps into their lives gives them a plan, and calls them to action. That action helps them avoid failure and ends in a success. And if you followed that, you'll hear every plot yeah. of every movie Hunger ever Games. in there. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yeah, the Star Wars is the most perfect example where you've got a character who's Luke A. Luke yep. Agree. Luke Agree. <laughs> I've gotten that joke my whole life. Luke, I am your father. Who yes. is Luke Skywalker who's the hero of that story encounters a problem, right? Yep. Then he ha he finds a guide in the first movie, it's Obi-Wan. In the mm -hmm. second movie, it's Yoda. They give him a plan. Obi-Wan shows him how to use the force, calls them to action, says he has to face the, uh, yep. the empire. The dark side, yep. Right? This action then helps them avoid failure, which is the rebellion gets crushed, yep. and helps them see success, which is... Yep they get to continue on and yep. fight, continue fighting the empire. So you literally should walk through this framework of how you communicate and tell this story to your clients. Yeah. What, because they obviously are the character, you're the guide. What is the big pain yeah. that you're saving them from? So like what if your, char your character's your customer has a problem, yep. now there's three different problems that they can be dealing with. There's internal problems, there's external mm -hmm. problems, there's philosophical problems. So internal, external problems might be, they have to move because they got a new job, yep. right? That's an externality yep. that they need to adjust to. Internal problems might be price sensitive. Mm -hmm. They either in the buying or the selling side, they need to make a certain amount back on their home in order to cover what they put into it. Philosophical questions could even be as 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 big as do I sell by myself or do I get a real estate agent, right? There's different philosophical struggles that people would have. So it's your job to kind of identify what those problems that your clients would have. And then ultimately the guide is someone who's been there before. So this is where you come in. You've been there before, you've been down this road, you've worked with hundreds or thousands of right. people like our hero, and you know exactly how to lay out a simple plan yep. that will help them ultimately hit that success. No, it's really unbelievable. Even hearing you say it there, it's like, I know people listen, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's so simple. Why don't I communicate it that way? But not only that, it gets in and breaks it down even more to going, 
So how do you communicate this by your website? How do you communicate this in the copy of that you write in your emails? How do you constantly go back to this and understanding that, okay, this is the framework that I've got to set up for my clients. And in sales, they teach you about the pain points and they teach you about it, but they don't really teach you in sales, or at least the sales trainers that I follow, they don't really teach you to paint the picture like you're the guide and that client's the hero. They kind of teach you to come in with your bold claim. Like I think even Grant Cardone talks about this. Like you want your power statement, your power claim, your bold claim, and it presents you kind of as, hey, I'm going to save the day. I've done well, this. There's also two diff- There's a difference, and we talked about this a little bit, between branding and selling. Yep. Like you have, sometimes you have to do that as a salesperson. Well, to wake people up, you to don't get have attention. To, you know, if you're doing that as a brand, you're probably falling on deaf ears because people aren't looking at how great you are. They're looking at what's in it for me. Correct. And the other thing there is the idea of simplifying your message. You know, you brought up the website and what yep. you're putting out there in your marketing messages. Um, the analogy they make is basically like reading copy or trying to understand what a company does or what it can do for you is essentially the same as running on a treadmill, burning calories. <laughs> so the longer that you put your clients on a treadmill yep. or visitors to your website, the more tired they're going to get, the quicker they're going to yep. jump off and go look for a brand that has. Well, one of the best pieces of advice I heard on copy was you should write it so literally like a fifth grader, even yeah. a third grader can understand what you're trying to do. And if you think about your website or if you think about your emails and what you want them to take action on, they shouldn't even have to think, what am I supposed to do right now? It should be so clear that they literally know exactly what you're asking them to do. Yeah, well, that's the call That's the call to action, mm-hmm. right? You have to ask them, you have to call them to action. It has to be a reason behind it, right? Yeah. Why does our character, the hero of this story, need to sell their home? And I keep using real estate because it's one of our more right. common examples. If they get a new job, new lifestyle, new family, what's going to be a, a failure for them? What does failure mm-hmm. look like for them? If they don't solve their problem, do they end up yeah. paying two mortgages because they couldn't get their house sold? Like what would be the failure? Right. And then ultimately you have to paint the picture of what the success looks like. One of the greatest examples of branding is when Whenever Steve Jobs came back to Apple I know, and yes. basically turned that company around, they make this example of whenever Steve Jobs sold the Apple, I don't know if, I think it was the Apple III was the last one that he worked on. Um, he wrote in like a four page uh, ad talking about all the technical specs, yep. right? When he got back to Apple, they scrapped all of that. They said, think different. And then their commercials yep. started featuring people creating. Yep. So who do they want to sell to? They wanted to sell to creatives. This yep. iMovie was one of the best series of commercials back then because you just saw people making these videos and it was all about yep. the videos of their kids and being able to stitch together like these emotional videos Dude, and showing just, what the hero, what success looks like for our it hero. It just shows you like, and this transcends to sales and everything in marketing. It's like human beings are emotional creatures and you can't really convince people to buy on logic alone. They 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 understand the logic, but they want to be triggered. They want the emotion. They want the the physical almost reaction. Yeah. And from a sales standpoint, and even a brand, you want your brand to trigger emotion yeah. in people. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you caught some helpful tips in there to at least get you started down the path of what's my onlyness? What am I the one in the world at or the one in my area at? as well as how to start positioning your client to be the hero of your brand story. You can download our free ebook, The Relationship Marketer's Guide to Branding at ReminderMedia.com slash branding. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, the best, the first way is to, <laughs> there's a first way and there's a best way, folks. I can't get those 
The best way is to tell a friend. I'm going to reverse it today. The first way is to rate us on iTunes, give us yes. five stars, leave a comment. You can use any of your favorite podcast players. We like iTunes because we're trying to get to the top of the iTunes charts. Yes, help us. When a podcast gets reviews and, and people leave actual comments on the reviews, that actually helps more people see the podcast. Um, I also want to point out our YouTube channel because we did get, we are getting some excellent comments on our YouTube channel. And I wanted to point out a few people because it's very topical. We talked about Marty Newmeyer's podcast. A couple comments came through on his podcast. Carol Ann says, a wonderful podcast. Thank you. It gives me a lot to think about. I have a couple patents in the work. Wow. There's patents in the work. So we'll be looking at new ways to present my product. Excellent job, gentlemen. Thank you. Lori Wickham on the same uh, video says, thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Amazing timing with where I'm at. That's crazy. And then our old friend, Alicio, who comments, who has the award for the most YouTube yeah, videos commented him, on, said, Marty Newmeyer was also on the future podcast telling his story. Branding and being the only is an exercise in creating a very clear message where there is no need to explain what you do in order to be helpful to someone. So that's awesome. Thank you, everybody, for commenting. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. Luke, we made it the whole episode with looking at the right camera, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I have, honestly. We've been told to look at a different camera. So if we looked at the camera extra this episode, it's because it's top of mind yeah. for us. For this episode, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acri. And we're going to have these exercises, the story brand framework, and we'll have the onlyness exercise on our show notes. So go to staypaypodcast.com to find the show notes because the action item from this is you must develop really your unique selling proposition. And I want you to go through this onlyness exercise. I think it's really simple. I, can th I think it will be very helpful in helping you really craft your brand and craft your brand message. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we worked in is top producers take action. So take action on that today.